Well, so much for that perfect IU basketball season. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to this Monday episode of Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. want to thank you, as always, for stopping in and making us your first listen every single day. It's not a fun one today, at least not off the top. We're going we're gonna to have some fun stuff. IU Soccer is back in the Final Four. Uh, which is awesome. We're going to talk about that, but we got to talk about that IU basketball loss on Saturday. One of those types of games where I'm glad I didn't podcast immediately after it because I was frustrated. Not that I'm any less frustrated, but I've had some time to kind of put some thoughts together, get a sense of, of what happened in that game. All <laughs> I say what happened in that game. There's still a lot of stuff that I can't really explain. For those that missed it, do not go back and watch it. Uh, It was as frustrating a game as I can remember IU having in some time, to be honest. Uh, Just for whatever reason, Rutgers owns Indiana right now, uh, and Saturday was no different. IU never looked comfortable, never looked in control in that game. Even they they trailed by seven at halftime. They made a, a quick little run to tie the game at one point fairly early in the second half. Even then, it didn't feel like Indiana was kind of back in the game or anything like that. I just never got that vibe. And ultimately, Rutgers won this one going away 63-48. to Jalen Hood-Shafino did not play in the game, was dealing with back spasms, which... Apparently is an injury we're going to have to watch out for this season because it's something he has been dealing with predating his time coming to Bloomington. Uh, they flared up, I guess. He tried to go through it pregame, couldn't manage it. So no Jalen hood Shafino was an omen to start this one. And ultimately, oh, there was a lot that went wrong. Um, if your name was not Miller Cop, you shot terribly. And honestly, if your name was not Miller Cop or Trace Jackson Davis, you want to burn this tape. Miller Cop, hats off to him. I was wrong. I I was I was harsh on him last year. I don't want to say harsh. I felt I was fair, but I was hard on him last year. I didn't think he should be starting this year. I've been wrong so far. Um he's been he's been good and on Saturday he was great. 21 points, 8 of 12 shooting, 5 of 9 from 3. He was all Indiana had basically for that whole game. Trace Jackson Davis was pretty bad by his very lofty standards. Still had a double double of 13 and 10, uh, but he did have five fouls. He, it was the first time he's ever fouled out at IU, had four turnovers, four blocks. But those two went 13 of 23 from the field. The rest of the team went four of 33, which is astoundingly bad there was obviously extra pressure put on Xavier and he did not answer the bell uh he had eight points a rebound four assists four fouls six turnovers 
four steals, just all over the place. Uh, and then there was only, <laughs> he was two of 11, two other people made shots. Tamar Bates made a shot. Malik Renu made a shot. Nobody else made a shot and only Jordan Geronimo scored. Um, I think the most frustrating thing about this game is how familiar it felt. This felt like a game from last season. If you had to pop this game down right in the, I don't know, beginning of February, middle of February from last season, it would have fit right in. I'd have been like, yeah, that's about what I expected. This team's supposed to be different. And this isn't saying that they can't eventually be different, but this is very clearly a demon that they have not exercised, both when it comes to whatever mental block there is with, with playing Rutgers and just this type of environment and this type of game. IU got out-toughed, out-worked, out-hustled. Um, I, I saw clips going around of them not boxing guys out, and the offensive rebounding numbers were almost impossible to believe. IU had 33 total rebounds. Uh, Rutgers had 17 offensive rebounds, and I want to say like 14 of those were in the first half. It was embarrassing, honestly, the effort IU was putting in. And that's what made this frustrating. Uh, this wasn't a game where I, I I don't know how to say this without feeling like I'm I'm not I'm giving some type of backhanded compliment to Rutgers. Rutgers played really well. Rutgers deserved the hell out of that win. If IU plays at the level IU did even on Thursday or at points earlier this season, IU should beat that Rutgers team. So it wasn't a game where it felt like you. The other team had more talent, played at a higher level. You played well, they played better. So it was a game where it felt like you didn't show up and the other team kicked your ass for 40 minutes, which is what it was. So that's what made it so frustrating. And there's alarming things popping up. The three-point shooting, Miller Cop was 5 of 9. The rest of the team was 1 for 16. Um, That's a problem. It's clearly not... I've, the sample size at the beginning of the season was not big enough for us to, to really say that it was solved. Um, because I mean, Xavier Johnson, one of four, Trey Galloway, O of two, race Thompson, O of three, Bates, O of three, Geronimo, O of three, CJ Gunn, O of one. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be something that I use going to have to prove throughout the season. Rutgers laid the blueprint in this one for how to beat IU. Not that it's new, but the teams are going to double and triple team Trey Jackson Davis and force everyone else to beat beat them, especially from the outside. And if I use going to shoot like this, like good lord, it's going to be a long one. I know this is kind of on the far end of the spectrum of bad nights, but boy, there's some alarming things that that came up in this game. And the, and the other big alarming thing to me is the depth that just disappeared again. We talked about it, that Xavier game, uh, even the UNC game a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, we're, I, I, we're going to expand on this point in tomorrow's episode. Cause there's a lot to talk about today. There is no, there's no depth in, in my book right now, as much as I thought this depth was the difference maker early in the season, they are no showing in big games repeatedly. So while it's cool to have that depth against Bethune Cookman and Marshall and all these no names you play at the beginning of the year, if they're not playing, if they're not doing that against Xavier, against UNC, your first Big Ten road game, 
these moments where you need the depth to show up, it's pointless. Like you don't have depth then. You have guys who can beat lower level division one players. So we're gonna expand on a lot of those points. I wanna have a bigger conversation about this basketball team uh in tomorrow's episode, but boy, what a frustrating way to lose. Um <laughs> I never thought IU was gonna go undefeated. Honestly, I, I'm I was maybe a little surprised they were still unbeaten. I thought they would lose one of the Xavier UNC games. Uh, Hopefully they can learn from this uh, because, boy, the tests are going to get only harder uh, after after this Nebraska game midweek. Let's talk some positive news. The IU men's soccer team is going back to the College Cup. We'll talk about that game and what's in store for them in the Final Four this upcoming weekend. Before we do that... There are few things, honestly, better than sitting down at a dinner table, whether at home, whether at a restaurant, and just having this perfectly cooked steak right in front of you. So I can't think of anything better than gifting that to someone, gifting just that perfect slice, that perfect cut of meat, that perfect steak to someone this holiday season. And lucky for you, the steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together a special curated gift package to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code locked on that you can see right, nope, right there, at checkout to get $30 off your order. You can send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guarantee, guaranteed to impress, like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra juicy burgers, and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. You always remember that those really perfectly uh, cooked, perfectly prepared steaks. So order with complete confidence today, knowing that you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Let's get happy. Let's talk some men's soccer. UNC Greensboro was the site of the Elite Eight game on Saturday. It tipped off, kicked off about midway through the men's basketball game. So on one hand, you had this men's basketball, I don't want to call it an implosion, but beat down. And on the other hand, IU handled UNC Greensboro basically from start to finish on Saturday to earn their spot in the college cup. Uh, Gumbale scored the first goal on look, I know the world cup is going on right now. This is going to be one of the best goals you see this month. Uh, He uh, controls it at the corner of the box turns, hits it on the half volley into the side netting. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, then Samuel Sarver gets the second, a nice quick little counterattack. IU wins the ball back at midfield and they had three guys forward to two, uh, UNC Greensboro defenders. Sarver's played in nice, tidy finish around the keeper into the back of the net. There could have been a third one from Sarver. He pounced on, I guess it was a, a mistake, a miscommunication of sorts and, nearly rounded the keeper for a third to to really put a stamp on this one that was saved ultimately though this one 
never really felt like it was in doubt, if I'm being honest. That first goal came 15 minutes into the game. Second goal came 63 minutes in. So those first 15 minutes, IU was in complete control. Uh, UNC Greensboro really struggled to build a, a real like threatening attack. And this is one of those games where the stats are a bit deceiving because UNC finished with 11 shots to IU seven. Uh, both of them had four shots on goal. I can't really remember, but maybe one shot the UNC Greensboro had that felt like it was threatening. And that came on a set piece back post that was put right at the keeper, right at JT harms. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's another win for IU, another trip to the College Cup. I believe this is their 22nd trip to the College Cup in the last 50 years. Uh, that is hard to really put into context. This is the program's 50th season, and they are on their way to their 22nd College Cup. Think about that. Damn near every other year, IU's going to the Final Four. That is, that is a standard of excellence uh, in any sport in, from any program. Unbelievable to think about what the Yegley family has done throughout the years. A big shout-out to the IU defense, as we said, uh, because this team never – they never felt like they were uh, UNC Greensboro threatening all that much. Daniel Mooney, Joey Mayer, Harms that we mentioned – uh, these guys, uh, Sessok, Nick Sessok, uh, BB, like these guys have been stalwarts throughout the tournament. And really, this is a team that is peaking at the right time. Jared Kelly had this. Uh, he covers IU Athletics for 247 Sports. Um, he had this kind of collection of stats. So IU lost to Kentucky 3-0 on October 22nd. Since then, it has six wins, a loss, and three draws. They have only conceded six goals in 900 minutes of play, and they have not had a game go to overtime. They scored 13 goals in that span, so two goals to every one conceded, which is a good ratio. And that is absolutely what you want. This is an IU team absolutely peaking at the right time, and that's that's great news. Because they're heading into a Final Four where there are only two seeded teams. Uh, they will play Pittsburgh, an unseeded team, in another another rematch. IU beat Pittsburgh in 2021 when they eventually lost to Marshall in the final. The semifinal was them beating Pittsburgh one nothing on a Herbert Endley goal. A, a hell of a finish from him in that one. And that was a late goal in regular time to win that one. Uh, so Pittsburgh's going to have revenge on the mind. Like I said, they are an unseeded team. Across the bracket, Syracuse will face Creighton. Uh, Syracuse is the three seed. They are the only other seeded team left. IU is a 13 seed. Now, whatever that matters, this is the final four. Like, you you get to this point, it doesn't really matter uh, what records are, what seeds are. Like, these teams are playing well at this time of year. So, we will, or 
we'll discuss this game a little bit more, but that game will be on Friday at 8.30. And there's a good shot. There might be a special weekend edition, live edition of Locked on Hoosiers where we discuss that game uh, after the Arizona game, perhaps on Saturday. So we'll talk about that more, but Friday, 8.30 on ESPNU. Be ready to tune into that game. Let's cap this off with some women's basketball. Whew, they squeaked out a win on Sunday. That was not a... <laughs> that was a tight one. That one was not good for uh, those with heart problems, we'll say. So before we talk about that at Locked On Hoosiers, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and the family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Hoosiers listeners 40% off a new security system. Do not put this off. Here is why I love it. Simply Safe is a whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when you're th- when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. This is not simply a protect yourself from a break-in type of situation. Simply Safe protects you from, like I said, fires, um, threats within your home as well. So don't miss your chance to save big. On my favorite security system, get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. IU women's basketball team found itself in a doozy of a game on Sunday. They win 65 to 61 over Illinois. We mentioned kind of quickly uh, on Friday's episode as I was trying to squeeze all that in there. This was an Illinois team that was, um, I believe, seven and one coming into this game. They were. They were seven and one coming into this game. And it was kind of that uh, debate of they hadn't played anybody. But when you're seven and one, who's to say uh, it was it was definitely more the latter. This was a, an Illinois team that put up a hell of a fight. Uh, Indiana led 21-11 in the first ha- or first quarter. They jumped out to a quick lead. I believe it was a 19-5 lead. And then Illinois came back and actually led for good portions of the second half. Now, it was never much of a lead. Uh, it was back and forth throughout the um, but IU got some big buckets late, some big free throws late. Uh, Mackenzie Holmes was, again, absolutely incredible. Uh, she scored with 37 seconds left to give IU a lead. It would not relinquish. But And, and this turned into a showdown of sorts of Mackenzie Holmes, who finished with 23, uh, 23.6 rebounds, four blocks, three steals, 11 of 21 shooting. She was, IU went to her time and time and time again down the stretch when that game was on the line. But going shot for shot, if not better, was Makaira Cook for Illinois. She had 33 points. Uh, was, I mean, those two were just trading buckets at one point in the fourth quarter. 
neither one of them could really be stopped. But with the game on the line, McKenzie got the stops. Um, Cook got to the basket late to try to give Illinois a lead. McKenzie challenged it well, forced a shot high off the backboard that missed. IU grabs a rebound. Sydney Parrish only splits the free throws, though. So it's still a two-point game with seven seconds left. Cook gets the ball again, comes off a screen again. Holmes contests the shot perfectly again. This time the shot is short. Scalia gets a rebound. She hits both. Game over. Hoosiers win. Mackenzie Holmes is the Big Ten Player of the Year right now. Uh, she is on another level. Uh, even from the high level she had played at in a recent season, she is she is absolutely remarkable right now. She's carrying this IU team in a lot of ways without Grace Berger. Uh, and Sunday was that example. When they needed her, she was scoring in that fourth quarter with some big, big buckets to keep this game close, give IU the lead, win the game eventually. And then she made the defensive plays. Four blocks, like I said, down the stretch was uh, very, was really impressive. Um, Chloe Moore McNeil had 13 as the second leading scorer. Sydney Parrish had a double-double, 12 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Garzon had nine. Scalia had six with six rebounds and six assists. Six was her lucky number on the day. Terry Morin said after the game, they can't all be the UNC game where every shot's fallen. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to complain about a win. Um, I'm sure the men's basketball team would have not complained about a win either. An interesting little note, and this might be a byproduct of Grace Berger not playing. IU hardly played anybody off the bench. The starters went Holmes 36 minutes, Moore McNeil 39, Parrish 39, Scalia 38, and Garzon 28. Hannah Sandvik played 14. Lily Meister, Lexis Bargesser played four in two minutes. Uh, Garzon, Sandvik, Meister, and Bargesser are all freshmen. Um, so on one hand, this depth isn't really there. Now, what I would say as a caveat is this was a tight game. You were never really – this is one of those games where you shorten the rotation anyway. And then not having a, a player that's going to eat up 35, 38 of those minutes anyway, um, it means that you have to rely on, on those starters more. I'm not going to put a ton into it, but uh, the depth isn't – isn't IU basically played five and a half people in this one. It's a byproduct of having an injury. You would hope that there will be games later on where – you blow teams out and you can play some of that depth more. I mean, we've talked a ton about where Chloe Moore McNeil was, for example, at this point last season versus where she finished and where she is now. So it's more, it's a process and, and Terry Moran is fantastic at um, development. So I'm not really worried necessarily. I mean, it, it is interesting that the three freshmen are the three that she trusts the most right now. So um it's an interesting little subplot that worth noting, uh, but it's probably something that's going to continue with Grace Berger out. Rely on the people you trust and get those wins how by whatever means necessary. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to talk some more men's basketball. There's obviously a lot more we need to dive into 
from that game on Saturday. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter if you do not already, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. November was the biggest month this podcast ever had. I know I thank you guys all the time, but like really, honestly, thank you. Like from genuinely from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, let's make December the best month yet again, subscribe to that podcast, watch us on YouTube, leave a rating and review. If you can helps us out a bunch. Most importantly though, guys, everybody have a terrific start to your week. And as always, Elio.